So when I, I say it's the vibration of a plant held in liquid, it's like you're almost, you know, if you think of, um, you know, you're singing, listening to your favorite record and it changes how you feel or lifts you up or, or reminds you of something or whatever, if you could kind of drink that rather than it just coming in your ear and kind of passing through you, if you can actually drink that energy like you do with a flower essence, that, that song or the, the song of the plant can travel all the way through you and adjust how all the water in your body is feeling. Welcome to season four of the Tapping Into podcast. This is a podcast where we explore different spiritual, natural and alternative ways to heal our lives. My goal is to help support you in your journey, whatever stage that may be. In this season, we're digging a bit deeper into the emotions and traumas that often kickstart or accelerate our healing journey. We discuss shame, sex, death, burnout, Ayurveda, breathwork, flower essences, rituals, and embodiment, all with a bit of science to back it up at the end really hope you enjoy this season. Welcome to today's episode of the Tapping Into podcast. In this episode, I talked to Saskia Marjoram, creator of Saskia's Flower Essences. For anyone who's been following me on Instagram, you'll have noticed I have been talking about her quite a bit recently. I'm using her flowers for the last few months and I'm finding them incredible and I'm also giving them to my boys. With over 30 years experience as a professional gardener and florist to His Royal Highness, Prince of Wales, in 2003 she started creating flower essences with her friend Christine. She has knowledge and a relationship with the flowers like no one else I've ever met. It's really inspiring. She's developed her company to support people with this subtle and beautiful plant medicine and her essences can help you unlock your full potential, find peace and harmony, gain insights to problems, rebalance emotionally, mentally and spiritually, enjoy life to the fullest, shift long-standing limiting beliefs and behaviour and become aware of who you truly are. What's not to love about that? In this chat, we discover where flower essences came from, how they work, what you can take them for, how to take them, how to give them to your children, and even how to douse or use your pendulum to create your own blend of seven flowers in a personalized bottle. For all the listeners of this podcast, you also get 10% off by using the code TAPPING in capital letters at saskiasfloweressences.com. She ships internationally too. I've been using them for a few months, like I said, and they're my go-to each day to support myself. I really love having a variety of blends accessible to pick what I need in each moment. I really hope you enjoy this chat. Saskia is so passionate about trees, plants and flowers. It'll be hard not to rethink your relationship with them too. Jump into my DMs and let me know if you're going to start taking them. I'm dying to hear what you think. Follow Saskia on Instagram at Saskia Flower Essences and enjoy the chat. Hi Saskia, welcome to the Tapping Into podcast. Thank you, very nice to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here because I have been using your essences for some months now. I have friends who live locally to you who have been popping in and out of your shop for months and maybe even years and um, yeah, I have my bottles here, I have some bottles that you've made for me, for my sons, for myself, and your latest bottle, Living Life Lightly. Um, how is that going down? What's the feedback been like? The feedback has been incredible. It's been the, the first, it was the first essence where I've launched for like more than 10 years. We kind of did a range of combination essences and they kind of covered most things. And then recently, because of obviously what's been happening in the world, even without the pandemic, it just seems like the energy has gone crazy and it's like there's so much stuff going on. I suddenly just, I didn't even think about it. I was just one day, it just kind of came to me. It's like, there's a new essence coming. And I was like, oh, really? I wasn't expecting that. And I knew it needed to have Edelweiss essence in it. Again, a flower I didn't know. And again, that just came to me. So I grew some last year and put it in the garden and this year it's flowered. So I was like, okay, there's the Edelweiss. It's like, and then 
you know, I could have left it till September to launch. It's like, no, we need it now. We need it now. And so, yes, the name's always the easiest bit. Well, it's not the easiest bit, but once you've got the name, you can kind of work around the name. But it just felt like everything's so heavy and we're all like feeling, even if we feel good, we feel guilty because everyone around us is having a rubbish time or the world's falling apart, there's wars and famines and blah, blah, which of course there always has been. Mm-hmm. And so I went with the living life lightly and everyone's just gone, I need that. <laughs> I really need that. That was only a week ago, and it's just been nonstop since then. <laughs> it feels like we're at a bit of a tipping point. It's like, okay, well, now we can go. After years of, like, climbing up the hill, kind of getting the message out and letting people know what essences are and how they work and all that, which hopefully we're going to cover today. The time is now. Yeah, it just felt like it was ideal for this time in, on the planet, really. And the fact that you have been actually percolating this for over a year to have been planting the Edelweiss and then for it to be ready now. And, you know, you launched it on the summer solstice as well, which I thought was beautiful. Yeah, they're they're a bit like pregnancies, actually. Sometimes they come straight away and really quick and it's like, okay, that's done. And sometimes they they do have to percolate and kind of grow and you have to kind of get your head around it. And am I actually going to, you know, like any creation? Yeah. Like a baby, it's like, oh, God, what's this going to mean in my life? How is it going to pan out? Is it going to be okay? All these kind of things. Yeah. It's got the same energetics behind it often. Yeah. So let's get into the energetics then. So can you explain for people, because flower essences, people may have heard of the Bach flower essences. You know, they have made their way into mainstream health shops boots and all that kind of thing you know we have the rescue remedy is kind of a uh, every home nearly would have a rescue remedy bottle or a pastel or something so obviously there's been flower remedies around for some time but I feel there's people are using them now more for very specific support other than maybe what the rescue remedy is for example so tell us a little bit about the maybe the history let's start with the kind of history of it and how how it's come into your world um okay that's that's good lots of different bits um so yes yeah, so i'm very grateful for dr bark who um, produced the bark remedies he he made them in the 1930s and that was the first time that essences had been made as a kind of as a group a kind of group of you know they they've been he put them together as a kind of gang whereas before that people you know indigenous people had always kind of drunk the dew from plants because they understood that plants contain energy and that was a way of taking their their essence or they would just go and hang out with the flowers and listen to them which is in a way what we should be doing anyway rather than taking essences but we can't always have the time or we can't it's not always the time when they're in flower or life's busy or we live in a city or whatever but um so yeah so so most humans i think probably forever have understood that plants have their own energy besides their chemical constituents. But Edward Bach in the 1930s produced his uh, flower essences, and I think he, and he did he didn't actually live that long. He died in he died in his kind of early late 40s, early 50s. I don't quote me on that, but he, when he was quite young, and he he got the flower essences out there. He had 38 different ones, and he made Rescue Remedy, which is. as you said the most famous one and I think probably if he'd lived longer he would have made more combination essences because he had his you know he had his 38 and you know once you've got your 38 like we discovered it's like then you want to mix them together to kind of get get a more uh, kind of easier to choose thing so rescue remedy has been used for all sorts of things but basically the essences that are in that blend their best use is for um, physical shock and trauma so that can doesn't have to be like at the time, you know, when your child falls over and you just go here, have your drops, you'll be okay. Um, or someone falls down the stairs or a car crash or an injured animal or whatever. But um, people have used it for a lot of other things. Uh, so they, you know, like the exams or the dentists or whatever. And often there are different essences that might have been better for that rather than just, I mean, there's the placebo effect as well. I know obviously with people that go, oh, it's just because you think you're taking something, which which is great. You know, if you think you've taken something to help you cope with the dentist and it works. Totally agree. You know, so, so there is that aspect to it. However, if you give them to children, like I know you've been doing, and or animals, you can see the effects, especially if they don't, even if they don't know they've had them. You know, with my kids, when I discovered them, it was like overnight. 
And that's that's when me and my friend Christine, she trained as a homeopath and I was a florist and a gardener. So I'd always work with plants, even as a child. I was that was my kind of my thing. I was always asking the names of plants along the way. We, you know, we were we were mums and we were busy and we had kids who were had issues like all kids do, but they, they, their, their stuff was, you know, cut pushing right to the surface in their preteen thing. And um, Christine, she'd uh, come across the Australian bush essences, which had, which were made from Australian plants. And so we tried them. They were selling, I think they still do sell them at Neil's Yard and they are really good. However, they're made from Australian plants. And me knowing my plants, I couldn't make sense of why this, you know, kangaroo paw or whatever it was called, what it did. So that kind of, was, for me, it was a bit of a conundrum as to, you know, using Australian plants. But when once we tried them, it's like there was no denying that these drops worked. You know, it's like it wasn't, you know, they didn't change our lives overnight. However, lots of the kids' patterns did shift within days of taking them. Kids' patterns aren't entrenched so they and they find change much they're less resistant to it so they just keep going with change because they do it all the time so with kids essences often work really quickly I mean sometimes within minutes um, of giving it to them um, and sometimes it can be a few days and sometimes if it's a really kind of if they're a really old pattern you know from birth or even pre-birth um, that's where I think I am with one of my sons <laughs> the um the first bottle you you did a combination for him and I noticed a big shift around three or four days. He was really, became very focused, much more still, more relaxed. He's usually a bit kind of a live wire, but it didn't hold. And it's like, I saw this glimpse of his true self, you know, um, without the, the high, the high fractious energy that I think he holds. And so I'm, 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 I'm still sticking with them and I'm still going and I'm going to keep trying. And I've actually started to give him the living life lightly. Um, and I have seen a difference in him in a few days with this. Yeah. So I think for him, yeah, there is something there that is, is more ingrained in him. Um, so it's nice to hear that, you know, sometimes you just have to keep going. <laughs> And yeah, yes, yes, just keep going with it, especially if you're sure it's the right one. If you, if it's not, if you're not seeing results, sometimes it can just be it's because you've chosen the wrong essence. Yeah. Um, or blend of essences. So yeah, so so you can, if if nothing, if you don't see any change within like two to three weeks, then you can look at other essences, um, even and with adults as well, similar. It's like if, if you really have noticed nothing. Some people are resistant to even noticing or their life's so busy, you know, we've got hormones and astrology and the people we're living with and whatever, there's loads of stuff going on. So often it's difficult to notice the change. But if you really noticed absolutely no difference in three weeks, yeah, move on to something else. It doesn't mean the essence hasn't worked. It can sometimes be on a subconscious level. Um, they, I, in my, you know, I think they nearly always do something even if it's prepare you for the next one to lose. Yes, of course. Kind of get the next one can kind of get in there easier. Yeah. So so basically what essences are, getting going back to that, they are the vibration of the plant they're made from held in liquid, which kind of sounds quite woo-woo. I know your guys are all tap, tapping people, so um, it may not sound so woo-woo, but for the general public, you can kind of go a vibration really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just a vibration however everything's a vibration and nobody denies that when you put your record or cd on the record player you're listening to someone's voice which is just a vibration and it changes how you feel and nobody queries that you know it's like it's just a vibration that you're listening to so when I, I say it's the vibration of a plant held in liquid, it's like you're almost, you know, if you think of, um, you know, you're singing, listening to your favourite record and it changes how you feel or lifts you up or, or reminds you of something or whatever, if you could kind of drink that rather than it just coming in your ear and kind of passing through you, if you can actually drink that energy like you do with a flower essence, that, that song or the, the song of the plant can travel all the way through you and adjust how all the water in your body is feeling. So when you take the essence into your body, the vibration that's held in that bottle, they, they can hold in there for years, um, that they then all the, all the liquid in your body adjusts. It, it changes your frequency basically so that you can behave in, in a more um, authentic way. I just think that's incredible, isn't it? And I, you know, 
I've talked about frequency before on this podcast as well and vibration. Um, so people should should connect with that understanding. There's that research, isn't there, about the, the water and how positive words can shape the the structure of the water versus negative words. So I assume that it's similar where the, the vibration of the plant is changing the structure of the water that's then changing the structure of our insides, ourselves. It's changing the structure of the water within you. Yeah. We are whatever percentage water, you know, more than 80%. Ridiculous, isn't it? And, and I, you reminded me actually of the, I think it was Ikea who did a, who did a thing where they got um, children to say a negative thing to a plant. Uh, three weeks, like walking in and just being horrible to it. And then it said, how, you know, imagine if this was a human and you're saying something horrible to it every day, what happens to, you know, if the plant looks like it's about to die? How does mm. So I, I think, you know, more and more awareness is coming to the how crucial vibrations are but the essence is when you take them you can really they, they really go like deep inside you and they can shift you know patterns that you know adults have held from from childhood you know right right back you know family you know we all pick up stuff you know there's no shame in having stuff you know it's 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 being able to do something about it is great having tools that shift and change you know how we deal with life you know is, yeah for me it's, it, it was life-changing really because we we were mums who were living you know really busy lives you know I was running three jobs my kids you know one was dyslexic one was dyspraxic they were why they were wild kids they'd been brought up to be as free as they could were able to be basically and my relationship with their father wasn't desperately healthy um and so we really needed these essences, but there wasn't time, you know, we didn't, I hit the ground running, like lots of you, the people listening on know, you know, you hit the ground running before school and you sometimes you don't stop till bedtime, after bed, kids' bedtime. And there's not much time in that to do your meditation, however well-intentioned or your yoga practice or whatever. However, if you've got a bottle that you only have to take twice a day and you can change how your whole life is, it's like, it was, for me, it was just a miracle. Sign me up. I want to put it in, on a drip and just allow it to be like, you know, ever present all day long. You're right. You know, we we talk about self-care so much and what what overwhelms people is the fitting it into their day. And really self-care and self-love, the goal is the changing your vibration, letting go of denser, heavier vibrations so you can live a more lighter life. Yeah. Uh, and allow more space for the peace, the, jo the joy, the love, contentment and grounded energies. So if we could literally just take a few drops of something, like you say, a couple of times a day, and that's slowly going to allow you just to be more resilient. It'll help you shift and let go. Does it, does it physically help you let go of things? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it helped me let go of an awful lot of stuff, including my relationship, which, as I said, after a while, yeah. And, you know, your buttons, you know, those buttons that keep getting pressed by whatever, you know, they can just disappear overnight. You kind of don't, someone will say something and you're not triggered anymore. And it's just like, well, that's their stuff. It's nothing to do with me. Um, you know, just taking taking the right essences. The taking the right essences is, is a bit more difficult, choosing which ones you need. Um, because often what we uh, perceive that we need isn't necessarily where the issue started you know sometimes it's, it's come it's manifested itself as a thing but if you can shift that one that kind of issue that's happening right there in front of you then you can work back you know then you like peeling an onion you can shift that thing and then it's like something else will reveal itself to need changing and when you know there's the family dynamics you know it's like it's this complex stuff um and often if you can change the dynamics around your change i often kind of try to remind people when they come for essences that um you know, you shifting and changing is great for you. However, it does mean that all the people in your circle will have to adjust to those changes too, which for good or bad, you know, not that I don't think, believe there is good or bad, but you know, some, it'll be it'll be difficult for some people to, to do those changes. But if, you know, often people say to me, um, oh, my, that'd be perfect for my husband. That's just what he needs. But I don't think he'll ever take it. Um, there are ways of getting them in without people noticing. <laughs> However, one way of doing it is for you to take that essence yourself because often it's, they haven't, the other person hasn't necessarily got an issue with it. It's you that's finding it an issue. So if you can shift your thing, it's like, well, that's just them. They're, they've all, they're always like that. And if they want to change, that's fine. They can use essences to change. But yeah. Yeah. Like I have noticed um, I'm less triggered by my son. 
who has that fractious energy. So we're, you know, we're not going up against each other as much as we may have done in the past. So if I'm not triggering him, he's not triggering me, we're, things are a little bit easier. And yeah, it was just, just more calmness around our relationship. So I see what you mean there about the, you know, if you, you and you know, we talk about it as well. If you heal yourself first, the, the, the ripple effect will follow into the family and beyond, you know, in terms of like manifestation and calling in abundance and love and joy and all those other things. I have to say that I, I do, when I work with somebody on a, an emotional level, because again, it's that I un- understand the kind of the onion analogy, I use it too, is like, someone comes to me for something with tapping and inevitably we will be ending up in the childhood um, because that's the root cause of that original repeated emotion or repeated behavior or belief. Um, And as we peel back the layers to get to that core, once you get the core, then there's the domino effect back up the line to present day. And, you know, we're with tapping, we're doing a conscious to subconscious work. But with the essences, you're just going straight into the subconscious, straight into the energetics of the body. So I actually do recommend to most clients that when I work with them, they're also doing something that is um, a non-conscious but subconscious um, shift, energy shifting practice as well. Because I just think the two together can really help to make that transformation. Yeah, and that's that's the, the great thing about essences is they work really well alongside other modalities, bringing that support in. You know, if you, you, you do the work with someone and you send them off and they kind of go, oh, that's it now, and like, we're not going to see Sarah for however long. Um, but if you can send them away with a bottle or a suggestion to get a bottle, then they've got those flowers alongside till the next session, or as you say, to, to help those shifts really kind of centre themselves, really get, get in there and really um, solidify them. Absolutely. So how did you then, so you, you, you started taking them into your family, the, the bush flower remedies, um, and you then decided, okay, well, let's make our own. So what is the process of actually making your own essences? Well, we kind of, yeah, I mean, we never planned to have our business, for sure. Um, We had enough going on in life. Um, But as I said, the Australian essences, besides being from Australian plants so I couldn't work out it didn't make sense to me why that flower did that thing in whoever I'd given it to um and also we weren't on big budgets and you know it's like I need that one that one that one that one so and so needs that one you know and they were you know even then 20 years ago we were you know they were nine pounds each or something I think so you know you're 100 quid down and on small budgets it's like and then um, we were reading up about them we read you know once we realized how amazing they were we were reading everything we could find about essences and the actual process is incredibly simple basically what you do is you get a bowl of spring water a glass bowl of spring water you float your flowers on the top of whichever you know plant you're going to make the essence from so like in a bowl that's like six inches across um depending on the size of the flower that might be like 10 15 flowers and then you leave it in the sunshine or some of them we've made in the moon light um which basically what the sun the light does is it imprints the energy of that plant between the water molecules so it's like it's taking a photograph an energy photograph of that plant and putting the vibration between the water molecules water has an incredible ability to have a gap between it and so be able to hold memory However, that keeps moving on. You know, the memory comes and goes and comes and goes. So once, you, once you've left that in the sunshine for a few hours, in the light for a few hours, then you take the flowers out without touching them. And then you add that to alcohol, 50% of each. And basically what the alcohol does is it fixes it. So again, like a photo- photograph analogy, it fixes the energy there so it stays. So it's not going anywhere. So that's your mother essence. And then you dilute that mother essence down twice. So like a jam jar full of mother essence will make like 10,000 bottles of dosage strength bottles. You're kidding me. Yeah. So besides the, besides the bottle and the, unfortunately the plastic dropper things that we can't have worked out how to do or we can recycle them, but we can't reuse them. Um, besides that, the, the actual bottle, they're incredibly eco-friendly. You know, it's just like you've got spring water, vodka and bottle and that's it. Wow. Yeah. 
So we're not, and like essential oils, which use loads and loads and loads of flowers, just, you know, rose oils, like 6,000 roses to make an ounce of rose oil or something incredible. Um, they're really light on the ecological footprint. Yeah. That's amazing. I actually had no idea of the difference between the two. You know, one's got a amount of flowers and one's got, besides homeopathy, which is diluted down even more, um, flower essences come in that, yeah. Wow. And is it true that rose is one of the highest frequency flowers? Yeah. Um, we, had, we were having a discussion about this, actually. We had a lovely um, circle for solstice, and this came up in conversation with other energy people. Um, and we were talking about roses then. Obviously, it's the time for roses, and I've been distilling roses. I do distill roses for my rose water, um, which I then add essences to, but that doesn't use half as many roses as the rose oil would. And in the UK, the roses don't make much oil because it's not hot enough for them to have to. Um, yeah, so the, so the all, all, roses are really high energy frequency and they, they hit the heart chakra and orchids, their personality of them or their, their um, yeah, their personality is, is very highly evolved. They're highly evolved plants, the way they kind of mimic other things that maybe bees or whatever, or angels, all sorts of things. <laughs> and um, jasmine is another high frequency one. However, it's not always a good idea to go for really high frequency flowers because they're, well, the rose is the heart, but often people who kind of get into spiritual work, I find they they concentrate too much on the, the higher chakras and become really ungrounded. So for me, who is apt to, you know, drift off with the fairies I, I need to be earthed I need you know I was a gardener for a long time and I really needed that kind of my hands in the soil and getting muddy and we, we can't you know you can't forget that just you can't you can't go high unless you go low at the same time um the, and so what would you recommend for grounding um the trees the any essence made from trees is re really grounding and solid um dandelion is really good dandelion i love as an essence because again it has especially as the dandelion seed which i put in the living life lightly because it's got that earth connection the tap root most people know what a dan how a dandelion looks at least and probably you've dug them up when you're gardening and you know you know they've got a tap root so it kind of goes straight into the earth and then it comes up with that incredibly yellow I'm brilliant, Leo, um, the dandelion, the Leo energy of being really sunshine and self-confident and everything. And then it goes into the seed phase, which is the, the feminine aspect of letting go and releasing and, and allowing allowing whatever is going to happen to happen. Yeah. That's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's the dandelions, yeah, incredibly good for grinding. I mean, there are there are lots. Nettles very good. Um, nettles are really good one for mums, actually, um, especially if you're getting that really annoyed with people thing. <laughs> nettles really good for having clear boundaries and being solid in your truth and not too wavering. You know, kids really like clear boundaries, and it gives you space to to have space. Um, so that it's like okay. This, this is what's going to happen. This is how it is. This is how it, I feel when you behave like that without getting angry and without kind of stinging them. But if you if you abuse those boundaries, then you'll know it. So again, again, nettles are a really good one for people to be able to imagine. You can kind of almost imagine being a nettle. And if you haven't got a nettle essence, imagine being a nettle plant, you know, <laughs> all around you and the kind of leaves and the very uprightness. And again, the very grounding. And so if you have a tendency, a lot of people I work with um, have tendency to become people pleasers or to have been people pleasers. Yeah. So if you were working on, you know, shifting that to be more in your own power and truth, would the nettle then support that? Yeah, definitely. Really good for that. Perfect. But again, you know, like when you when your kids get older and you've got kind of got teenagers and they don't, you know. They, they, they try and push it basically all the time, don't they? It's like, let's, how far can we push the boundaries? They're on their journey out. You know, they're going about to fly. They need to test the boundaries mm. and see whether it's still safe at home. You know, so it gives them the freedom to fly off. But if you say, you know, I said 10 o'clock and you weren't in by 10 o'clock, this is what happens. And then they know that. And then they're not going to, they'll either decide one way or the other to push it again. Yeah. But they know. They know what the consequences are. And I think for kids, that's really healthy. I wish I'd done it more. Um, but I wasn't, yeah. We we all we were all learning our stuff, aren't we, along the way? Oh, but. totally, totally. Um, how do we choose what we need? So you kind of alluded to it earlier. Sometimes we we 
we're not because we're maybe overthinking it maybe or not quite tuned into ourselves well how's what's the best way to figure out what we need in any moment the, the, if you're going to start with flower essences, the combinations are a really good starting place because they've got easy to choose names. It's like, I, I need to relax. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I'm lacking in self-confidence. I'm procrastinating, whatever. If you look at what your issues are on the outside, as I said, it's like go, go for a combination essence to kind of get that sorted. You know, we can't, if, we, if we're not sleeping well, we can't sort anything. So the Breathe Deep Seek Peace blend that I make... It's really good for not worrying, for relaxing, letting go. It's like not getting so wound up about everything. But if, if you can do all those things, then it's much easier to sleep. So it's not necessarily it's only for sleeping. Yes. However, it's very good. It stops those thoughts going around and around in your head. Well, I did just put a big order in last night. And that was one of the ones that I got for my son to support him in the evening time, because that's when he can get quite worked up. Yeah. And, and just, just again, with that, it would be probably good to kind of after supper. I'm an EFT tapping practitioner and trainer, and I work with women all over the world, helping them truly let go so they can shape their own future free of the conditioning and shackles of the past. I've created a Tapping Into Motherhood membership and community where we meet monthly to tap on emotions and issues that are coming up for us, we have monthly full moon meditations with guest host Kelly Day. We enjoy guest speakers and I create a tapping or meditation for the month too. As well as that, you have access to a library of over 100 tapping videos, meditations, resources, courses and more. And right now the doors are open for just a short period of time. So check out www.tappingformums.com forward slash join dash membership for all the details and if the doors are closed when you visit you can join a waitlist on my website you can also take my new motherhood self-care toolkit quiz to help you identify which part of your life needs a bit of extra self-care right now is it your mind your emotions your body or your soul and if you have any questions do email me sarah at tappingformums.com it's really good to get kids into taking their magic drops or their, their flower drops or whatever you call them. Magic drops is quite good because then they, they, this makes it quite fun. Yes. If they get into the habit of knowing that there are tools they can go to when they've got an issue, they can come to you and go, oh, I'm really having trouble with this. That's a great idea. Then you kind of go, okay, well, which magic drops do you need? You know what? And getting getting them to choose. Um, so yeah, so uh, before, as they're kind of slowing down, as you say, they're still they're still wound up um, for whatever reason. Then take it then, and then just before bedtime, and then they can have it on their bedside table. And this is adults too. Um, and if they wake in the night, there's their drops. You know, rather than coming and waking you up, it's like, well, I'll take my drops first, and then if that doesn't help, then I'll come. Mm, that's quite empowering, isn't it? When they've yeah. got something like that that they know works and um, my hesitance about that at the moment because because casper is six is that it's not in the glycerin right okay so um, i give it to him in the water through right. water yeah well so he can so he can have his you know um whether there's a water glass or a jug of water on the side of the bed um there isn't i would it'd be quite good to talk about the alcohol thing because i know lots of people have a problem with it mm. and as you said you might not probably how old did you say it was six Probably yeah. at that age. I mean, maybe if they're 12 and they're getting into experimenting or they want to kind of be cool and sneak alcohol into school, those kind of, <laughs> that kind of age is a bit different. What happens yeah. if I drink a whole bottle? You know, if you drank a 30 ml bottle, only 10 ml of that is alcohol, which yeah. is not nothing, I know. Yeah. And you would feel something, but is, you're not going to be wandering around drunk in the streets. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they are, traditionally they were um, preserved in alcohol, which for me is a clearer clearer um vibration and they last longer however I, i'm aware that lots of parents don't like giving their kids alcohol you only take a few drops at a time so you can either as as you said you can either put them in water or just take the few drops there will, there will be no you know physical effect with yeah. that or you can order them inside a vinegar 
I don't, I, I, glycerin I have a problem with because it's the process of making it and it kind of tastes a bit gloopy and a bit icky. Mm. Um, I know lots of kids, again, don't like, necessarily like the taste of the cider vinegar, but, you know, they, you can disguise it other, other ways. But I, So you can buy them in cider vinegar and you can just choose when you order. That's easy. You know, you have to email. Yeah. Um, so that would be my answer to that if you're really worried about the alcohol. Um, as you say, yeah, if you're going to leave them on their bedside things and you're not sure about their, you know. It probably would help him sleep if he drank the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would actually, if I tried him on it, he probably would, would quite, he probably would, yeah, he probably would quite like it, to be fair. So I just maybe give it a go. It depends on your, you know, your relationship with alcohol. Most most parents, um, you know, you know your child, whether whether it's going to be a dodgy thing, whether they're going to experiment or whatever. Yeah, and I don't drink and my husband drinks. So we have a very open discussion around um, not every beer has alcohol in it, you know, so that when they see me with a non-alcoholic beer, they kind of, they're going to know and they're going to learn that I'm not drinking the same thing as daddy or whatever. So... Yeah, I think it's just being open about that, isn't it, in the home? Yeah, and it's good to have a discussion around it too, you know. Mm. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So we've got the the choice of kind of reading the combination descriptions, seeing what you feel drawn to there. Yeah, you can also make your own combination bottle. You, you can choose your own combination bottle from the um, looking at the single essences page. Um, on the website and just sometimes it's good just to scroll down and see which flowers jump out at you it's not always the most obvious ones that you kind of go oh, what's that um or read the descriptions you can um or if there's keywords that you kind of think okay which are the ones that you i think you can search in the thing comfort essences for confidence or whatever so that's that's one way of doing it oh as you know the best way i like for choosing essences is by dowsing with a pendulum um because it gets the thinking, you don't have to do any thinking at all. It's like your inner knowing, your intuition, um, tuning into all the information that's out there in the universe. Basically, we can, we've got antennae that can reach up and get all the information we need. We just forget that we've got that skill. Um, so a pendulum helps us tune into that energy. And you can either, you can even do it on your screen, put your finger on, if, if you know how to do dowsing, you can put your finger on the screen on the picture of each flower and ask whether you need that one or not. Or if you've already ordered and you've got my booklet, you can put your hand on the each description of each one and find out. Or I can dowse for you. I, you know, that's how I did your blends to start with, with just, with just a photograph. I mean, we can do a Zoom call, which means that you get the descriptions of me explaining why you needed that particular essence, but you would still end up with the same essence. So you can just send me a photograph and then what's wrong with you and get it that way. And that, I try to keep that, you know, affordable for people because I know how, you know, how useful they are. And I don't want people to think, oh, I can't have one. I can't afford it this month. Yeah. And probably every month, if, you, if you're on a kind of journey of self-discovery, getting a new bottle every month is quite a nice way of doing it uh, quicker than that. They take a bit of a while to kind of for the changes to settle in. So I don't like people having them much quicker than every month. And some people do it seasonally. Some people just do it when they're in crisis. You know, something mm -hmm. might happen and, or, they, or they, something comes up for them that they kind of go, oh, I'm not sure about this. And it's like, okay, let's take an essence to shift that stuff. Um, but as I said, if you're new to essences, the combinations is the easiest way to start. Um, and if you had a single essence of something, would you literally be taking that bottle until you felt better or would you dip in and out? So say you had... A couple of different bottles, a couple of combinations, a couple of singles. Do you, can you dip in and out of them as and when you need them? Yeah, that's a very good question, actually. Um, one of the main things I'm trying to get over with flower essences is people seeing them as medicine, um, which they can be seen as because you're taking drops like you would be taking a, a medication of some sort. However, it's much more like having get, having a relationship with that plant. So once you kind of get your, into your head that you're having a relationship with that plant, you don't question whether you want to see your boyfriend every night, you know, and then suddenly you decide you don't want to see him or, you, you have a, a, you know, some some friends you go to when you're having a sad time and some friends you go and see when you want to go out dancing. So if you, once you kind of get over that, I have to take it, it says on the bottle seven drops twice a day, um, which is good to do. 
and if you like being told what to do as well I'm one of those people who doesn't like being told what to do so (laughs) relationship thing that's great it just gives me that freedom to kind of go and not worry when I've forgotten to take it some people kind of get like a bit like medication again it's like oh I forgot to take my drops and it's like well when you remember and your body's often telling you you know we're much more you know in tune than we know if you forget there's a reason you've forgotten um so yeah so if you can think of them more as a relationship however if you're if you're taking if you've got say if you just want to focus on one particular thing and you find the flower that you want to take that essence for it's quite good a bit like learning how to play an instrument or learning something it's quite good if you take it seven drops twice a day for like a week and then you once those changes have shifted then you can kind of go okay i don't feel like taking it today what happens with me is i make a blend up and i put it kind of where I eat my supper so I remember and when the kids were small it was by the washing up because I knew I'd be washing up at least twice a day and there would be to remind yeah, me yeah that's where I have mine yeah, yeah. On my table, I live on my own so I, no, no one's going to disturb it or take it away or move it somewhere else um and I find for the first week I'm really excited about taking it it's like oh god I'm gonna take my drops gonna take my drops that's great and then the second week comes and I'm like oh there's a I better take my drops keep on with it let's just keep on with it and then you won't know then you don't even see the bottle on the table <laughs> Like you just, you just, you don't even notice it's there. And then one day you'll suddenly get, well, I've got my drops to take. <laughs> and then that, that'll be it. It'll just, that, the, I, the, it's like coming back, it's reminding you again of those lessons. So don't forget, you're going to, you're going to behave in that certain way. Yeah. So, so however, you know, if, if you like, if you like being told what to do, it's, we said seven, when we first came up with the seven drops twice a day, I think bark, with the bark remedies, it's four drops four times a day in water because they, they do them at the undiluted level, um, which we know most people don't bother to do. But four times a day, I mean, not so much when people are working at home some more now, but when you're going out and doing stuff, remembering to take something four times a day is quite a drag. It's like yeah. you've got to take bottle with you, you've got to remember to have it at lunchtime or whatever, and you've got the co-worker saying what you're doing, or all sorts of reasons. So twice a day for us felt manageable. It's like no one, you know, it's easy to remember to take something twice a day. And seven drops, we said seven drops because it's a magical number, but also because it's means that you know definitely know that some of them have gone in in under your tongue you know especially if you're giving them to children it's like the whole drop of all goes in some of them it's good under the tongue because there's an acupressure point that goes straight into your system in your into your stomach is fine as well but it's not quite so quick and effective so seven drops you so if you want your bottle to last longer just take a few more drops if you want it to be more effective take it more often up to like okay. four five times a day if you if you felt moved to a bit again again a bit like having a new boyfriend it's like I want to talk to him again <laughs> I want to say so it's that it's that kind of thing yeah which really makes them, they're very subjective essences are very subjective if you treat them they like they are beings who've got something to teach you or or just support to give you then um yeah there's they're great but somehow that can make them feel less serious <laughs> or less kind of scientific or something, but the kind of rise of the feminine and all that stuff. Now I think we've got to get us, get over all that. Yes. It's like, you know, and I'm sure probably when you get given medication from the doctors, the instructions they give you aren't suited to every human they give them to. Some people need only need half a tablet twice a day, not rather than four times a day, but they've got to say something. Yeah, you're right. It's like what I like is how intuitive you can work with them you know it's just like what you feel and what you see in terms of like do you physically remember to do it and whether it it yeah is it in your eye line or is it taken out of your eye line um and so when when how did you become so in tune with yourself because you communicate with the plants and you hear messages i do now and we first didn't quite finish that story, did we? Once we once we'd made discovered how to make essences, and we'd made our first one. I won't go into a long story because I know we would get. We I can talk forever. <laughs> it's just my passion. Um, so yes, this was the 2003. We made our first one, and once we we made our first one, and we tried it ourselves and given it out to all, all basically all mums in the village and said, come back if you've got any results, if you notice anything. And they all came back and said things have been happening like similar things. They'd all been getting on with stuff. Um, we're like, oh my god, it works! 
And so then you're hooked. It's like, especially if you're into plants, it's like, oh, I wonder what that one. We made one that was the same as the bark remedies, so we could compare it to a bark, the bark, the bark remedies. Um, white chestnut was the second one we made. And then, yeah, we were off. And because there were two of us, we were drawn to make different essences. We were on different personal journeys. So I noticed different flowers and wanted to find out what cowslip was for or bleeding heart. And Christine was like the oaks and the bluebells and all sorts of different things. <laughs> and then pretty quickly, we had the collection. We had like 12 single essences. And it's like, well, we can't keep giving them away. So it's like, well, we, I suppose we better sell them. So then we kind of had a business, which worked as a side hustle till about five years ago. And then I decided I was going to take it on my own. I'd moved. With, we lived up in Gloucestershire, Stroud in Gloucestershire, and, um, which is where lots of the essences were made my hometown and everything and then I moved to Somerset and we we didn't split really but we were just on different paths and different do and I wanted to carry on with the essences so I about five years ago I rebranded and we and now I do it full-time but yes the first one we made we just did what it said in the book you know we decided we were going to make it from this plant and we put it in the water and left it for two hours and bottled it up and whatever there was no conscious um cosmic or any of those things obviously I worked with plants all the time and I was I was very interested in plants and knew them on a physical level I if I wasn't aware of their personalities I was obviously on a subconscious level but their physicality where they liked growing and what they you know who, where they liked growing on their own in a field or next to other plants or how they what their roots were like all those kind of things I knew all that especially the plants that grew around us wild um so yeah so we've put together a lot and started business and made because I was working as a florist I liked combining the different ones to see what would happen if I mix buttercup and dandelion and that one and that one and um, see which ones the difficult bit more is not being the tuned in bit um, I do find now I'm more when did I become yeah that was quite a good question wasn't it when did I become I think probably once I had time and space and no children anymore that I became had time to be much more tuned in <laughs> sometimes it's just not the space and you just get on with things um but yes we we yeah had a business and decided we were going to go for it and it was really nice for us to do together it was one of the things we did as friends you know we go for the weekend mm -hmm. and, and it was a very lovely time when the kids were we needed space from them it's like we're going off to do business we've got to do networking we've got to do this so yeah so it was a nice thing for us to do together yeah so you're you're based in Somerset now and I know that you're holding workshops one definitely that myself and my friend Kelly want to come down to and I know my friend Emily lives locally and she's done one with you um tell us what a, what a workshop looks like um it looks different every time <laughs> it's very subjective and there's a general theme and there's kind of different levels I do I do kind of a beginner's one and a, a more um one for people who actually know what essences are and I also do a distilling one as well for people who want to learn the practical things of distilling but that's kind of separate um so the flower essences one yeah um I do them from home and we have lovely lunch and it depends who comes basically why they're different every time because there's I only have them I realized during lockdown when we could only have six people in the house at a time that five was a really nice number because you can have one conversation and you don't split off and everyone gets enough attention and we can adjust the data what level people are at so it really does depend on who turns up and what their interests are and um, we do plant meditations we sometimes we go for a walk and talk through the plants that are growing in the countryside um, and then we talk through the process of making them and people will learn to dance if they don't already and they make up their own blends yeah, really nice days. Um, lots of people ask me why I'm not doing it online. Um, I might get to that, but I really like the connection. And I think it's quite a special thing to do the in-person connection of people to kind of come together. Uh, so I'm And to see and to taste the bottles and... Just just yeah. really love to ask the questions they want without feeling that, you know, it's, it's just a completely different experience, isn't it? Mm. I mean, to this zoom thing and it's it's owned up you know for loads of people it's opened up me you know for all sorts of ways however you don't quite get that connection that you have when you're in in a room with someone and you can really pick up on their energy yeah yeah Fantastic. so yeah so, so i do that and um well, i can't think what else i do all sorts of things <laughs> yes it's full time now and really going yeah I've got a little shop so you can come to me if you're if you're in, near Somerset or you're just passing through or you're staying on holiday you can come for a consultation with me in person um, rather than me making up a blend online but uh, yeah fab and do you sell into other stores like can you buy them anywhere else or is it just through your online 
Yeah, they're, they're, I'd, I'd like to get more stores doing them, really, um, because obviously you make more money if people buy them online. However, not everyone knows you exist and they don't see, read about you or know about you. So um, shops is a good way of doing that and means that people can just come and get them without having to talk to me or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so more shops would be good. But I do, I do supply some shops, mostly local to us. Yeah. 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 Well, your website's really good, actually. So it really, you know, helps people. And once they buy once, you also send them your brochure. So I think it makes it buying the next bottle or the next set of combinations or whatever much easier when you have them in front of you like that. Yeah. And, and people are always emailing me questions, however silly it might sound. I, I might not have heard your question. And I don't mind, you know, obviously there are things that people don't understand or they want clarification on or they've got a particular issue that they're struggling with or their child's struggling with or whoever, their mom. Um, and they can put it to me and I can suggest what essences might be good. I'm always on the end of an email. Email's best for me because you can reply when you've got time. But um, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. One last question. If possible, can you share how to douse over the airwaves without visuals? Is that really hard? Uh, no, it's not. It's really hard, but we can give it a go. And if people don't come yeah. up with whatever, it might, might just get you interested. I'm sure there's probably like YouTube videos on how Exactly. I yeah. could do one of those. Um, it's really not. I mean, you some you can get go on workshops and you can spend you know a weekend learning how to dice. However, if you've got a weight on a string or a proper pendulum, which is crystal or whatever, basically all you need is a weight on a string. There are protocols, and the first thing you need to do is to find out which direction is your yes and your no. When you're dicing on the on this level, um, basically you need yes and no question answers. So you can ask, are your shoes red? But you can't ask, what colour are my shoes? <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, yep. So you've got to clarify your questions and keep them as narrow as you possibly can. Um, and you're and you're going to ask it a question that's a yes or a no. So for, so for the essences, it's, um, do I need this essence? However, that is quite broad because do I need this essence, what, like, in my whole lifetime <laughs> in this bottle that I'm making up now or just today you know there's you know something might have just happened out when you were shopping and you, you're still struggling with it and so do I need this essence it might just be for now and you might just need that essence now not as a general self-development yes. so so keeping your questions as tight as you can is good so you know do I need this do I need to order this essence for the next three weeks or whatever is quite a good um, way of doing it and so then with the pendulum so holding the pendulum on quite a short string or chain and keeping your elbow into your side so your arms not just like wafting around all over the place <laughs> I use my dominant hand so that's for me that's my left hand um yeah so you've got your on a string you've got a weight on a string I mean some traditionally people use their wedding rings uh, to find out the sex of the baby Lots yes people, yeah that um and then yeah so you need to ask it your yes to start with so basically either out loud if you're alone usually or with people who understand say show me my yes and that might either be a, a circular motion or a straight line direction and and it, to start with it might just be a really small movement but keep with it and just say show me my yes and when you've definitely got your yes and you know which direction that is and you can show me no so you can get your yes and your no so you know what your directions are and each time you douse try and remember to do that because if you're ungrounded or there's another reason why you shouldn't be dousing your yes and no's can change okay so so it's good to check that every time and then you there are protocols so you then you need once you know what your yes and no's are you need to ask whether you're fit to douse and if you, if you get no to any of these questions, stop and either work out why that might be or come back to it later or whatever. So am I fit to douse? So that might be, um, yeah, you've been drinking or some people are affected by coffee or you're too scattered or there's stuff going on in the house that you've got to deal with or there's chaos, whatever. Usually good to do it in a quiet space. And then you need to ask whether you're allowed to ask the question. Once you get into dowsing and you know you've got a magic tool that'll tell you the answer to everything, it's very tempting to ask it questions <laughs> about, you know, 
whether you should ring that guy or whether it's right you want that dress. You know, really, some people come and ask you all sorts of silly questions. You know, do you think I should? I can't think of anything offhand. But once you get, you'll know. Once you know you're yes and no, you'll realise you can get down a rabbit hole with it. So, am I, am I allowed to ask this question? Is the and is it in my highest and best? Is it in my highest and best interest to ask this question? With when you're dieting for fluorescences, that's it's usually yes. And if you're going to die for someone else, you need to ask whether you've got their permission. That might be unconscious or um, a conscious asking whether they mind. Uh, usually, if it's for your own kids, you've got you've already got their okay. Um, but it might it might be you know. Can I ask the question about asking for your partner or whatever? Um, he might not be up for it or might. Anyway, it's good to ask. It's good to ask and be clear. Um, so yeah, so once you've got the answers to those questions, if they're all yeses, then you can go ahead and ask your question. And so basically, when I when I dice from my essences, I've got them all in a box, so I can't see what the labels are, and I just put my finger on top of each one and ask whether that person or myself needs that essence, and it'll say yes or no. And usually, it's about seven bottles come up. Um, if it's more than seven, double check. Um, more than a bit like a flower arrangement more than seven essences in one bottle gets a bit messy the energy that is like having a i don't know a dinner party a dinner party you know it's like if there's four of you you can get proper conversations if there's six it's still quite nice but once it gets to like 15 <laughs> even 10 it's like oh it's just can be chaos and nobody gets their voice heard and it's just you know it's just a mess basically um so yeah so up to up to about seven is good if, it, if when you die and it says you need these then you need to maybe it's two bottles you might need a morning bottle and an evening bottle or there might be one bottle that's um to be taken now and one might be in three weeks time or whatever and you can die when the second bottle is so then if you've got too many if like 15 say yes then um split it so, so say, is this two bottles? And if, if it says yes, it's two bottles, then you can put your finger on each one and say, is this yes, is it no? You know, is it bottle one, is it bottle two? And split them like that way. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. So that's the kind of thing we do in the, in, our, in my workshops. But, yeah, if you if you want to experiment with dowsing, do. But do be aware that the future is very flexible. <laughs> so asking things about the future is quite difficult. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible, but um, there are kind of general things, you know, would it be a good idea to do this now in for something to become, you know, if you want something to happen in the future, you can ask what you should be doing about it now. It doesn't mean that thing is actually going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally just to be a bit aware of those kind of things, because I know what's happened to me when I first discovered dowsing. <laughs> I remember once when I first got into dowsing, my when my sons was we lived in in a wooden hut basically. It was a one room. Um, it wasn't just one room, but ba- the main living space was one room. And he was off school, and he was asking what I was doing. And I said oh, I was dowsing, and he said. I said, well, you could give it a go if you want. So I taught him how to douse. And then I hid a bar of chocolate in the house without him looking. And I got him to cut the house into halves. You know, is it this half? Is it that half? Is it that half? Is it that half? Is it under the table? Is it above the table? And he found the bar of chocolate. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's hilarious. He probably didn't do the protocol things of whether he should or not. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's a great game to play. Yeah. Yes, it's, kids are so much more intuitive than we are as well, and they trust it. They trust their intuition much more. Yes. Especially under seven. Amazing, um, amazing. Sometimes, but yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much for all your wisdom and for everything you're doing with the flowers. And I I can imagine, and I'm hopefully, you know, your business is just going to catapult even more, especially with this new bottle and, you know, gaining mm-hmm. some new followers and new traction and people can come and buy your essences at saskia's flower essences.com isn't that right that is right yeah um, and as i said if there's stuff i we forgot to talk about or we got sidetracked and um, yeah. just email me um obviously tell me what you're asking but uh yeah i'm always happy to answer questions brilliant thank you and for anybody listening we have a 10 percent code off a discount code just use the uh words tapping all capitals and you will get 10 percent off your order yeah so thank you very much for that and i'm sure people will um will take you up on that offer and hopefully 
start to see some shifts in their lives and their families' lives. And today I pulled one of your little lovely cards that you sent me. So it is cowslip, which you also mentioned earlier. Allow your life to be fun and easy. So that's a lovely takeaway for today. If we could all just tune into that energy, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Fun and easy. Yeah, it's a nice one. No, Cowslip was the second. I could carry on talking. I just want to carry on talking. Um, <laughs> Cowslip was the second essence I made. And when I realised what it was for, um, it made complete sense why it always be my favourite flower as a child. Yeah. Wow, amazing. And what is cowslip for then? Cowslip's um, for feeling nourished and nurtured so that you can feel more playful. Often people who haven't had the parenting that they need for whatever reason, when you become a parent, you realise how difficult your parents had found it. Mm -hmm. So there's no blame attached. However, lots of people who, if you're all like, if you're an older sister or you're... Um, I've had to do caring when before it was time that you didn't have time to play or you were quite a serious child anyway, which I think I probably was quite a lot of the time. Um, there's that lack of playfulness and lack of joy that can happen um, because it's all a bit too serious and um, you don't feel safe enough, perhaps. Um, so so Cowslip's very good at feeling nourished and nurtured like a mother would. So it's kind of like a mother's love and, and allowance to go out and be playful and child childlike again. Oh, yes. that's gorgeous. Wow. That sounds lovely. I'm sure lots of people will resonate with that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again. And I'll let you go. We may chat another time and hopefully we'll come visit you in Somerset as well. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed this chat and have had a few light bulb moments. Have a think about what your key takeaways are. Please do subscribe, follow or leave a rating or a view to help this podcast reach more people. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to check out my website to take my quiz and start ramping up your self-care practices. www.tappingformums.com